You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh all week long. You're one of my favorite interviewers. They picked us because we're horny. Yeah, right. and that's your chronic state. 24-7. <laughs> Zach, that is really funny. From the latest news on The Real Housewives, deep dives into celebrity legal scandals, and unfiltered combos with your favorite stars. I've got you covered. And yes, I always keep receipts. Holy guacamole. Okay, so I had already taped this week's podcast episode and I was just about to get it uploaded when we got the breaking news that Kyle and Mauricio have officially split after 27 years. This is an exclusive that came from People. Um, people is reporting that a close source to the pair tells people that Kyle and Mauricio have been separated for a while now, but are still living under the same roof. They remain amicable as they figure out what's next for them and their family. Now, Kyle and Mauricio have not actually said anything. This has been reported by Dave Quinn over at People. He's always got the Bravo scoop. Um, let me actually live check Kyle. Let's see. She hasn't really posted. Um, she posted a happy birthday message to Faye. Then she put life is beautiful with Faye and lots of photos with Faye. And outside of that, it seems like there's no other addressing of the news. But the news literally just broke. Um, I highly doubt Mauricio has posted anything, but we can check. Ooh, okay. Um, the real deal. Happy birthday to Faye. Yeah, he he's also not posted anything either. It is crazy. They've been living together for quite some time. Um, yikes. I guess now it really is kind of wild with the Morgan Wade r- rumors that are running out there. Again, I address it all in today's episode, so you can catch all of that coming up. But this just broke. This breaking news. Kyle and Mauricio have officially split. Now, they have not addressed it. They have not issued a statement. They have not said anything about this, but they are I mean, if you look at Face Reality 19, Face Reality 16, Face Reality 19, sorry, I don't want to screw up that Instagram handle cuz they have really good content. Um let's see. Let me just give you that correct handle, Face Reality 16. Okay, I was right. Face Reality 16, they do a deep dive into all of it. Um, I share my thoughts about the Morgan Wade stuff later in this episode, but I mainly address the Kyla Mauricio stuff. There are a lot of photos of them. Um, there were a lot of photos of them together and wishing each other like some sort of, you know, happy Father's Day, happy Mother's Day, happy Valentine's Day. And it seemed up until very recently, I believe Valentine's Day of this year, they were still like writing or he was still writing, you know, very endearing, loving messages to Kyle, his wife. It, If I were to guess based off of all of the dirt that Face Reality 16 digged up, dug up, sorry, I would assume they maybe started having issues last summer. Um, and so going into this year, it seems like they maybe were trying. Mauricio was on the podcast back in April and he was saying that like, they're okay, that they're right or die. They're going to make it through this, you know, that challenges happen and being on reality TV isn't easy, but he seemed very hopeful and optimistic that things were going to work out. And based off of his behavior on social media, where he was still, you know, writing these very sweet messages and loving Valentine's day messages to Kyle, she wasn't liking or commenting any of those posts. So 
it kind of made it seem like she was maybe done with the relationship or done with the marriage or who knows. But I mean, now that the report has officially come out, again, not coming from them, this is just being reported by Dave Quinn, who has a inside source. But outside of that, it's interesting, 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 interesting. Um, curious what you guys think. But yeah. On that note, like I said, the episode that's about to play for you was already recorded going into this week's or, or already. Yeah, I'd already recorded what you're about to listen to. This is a new piece that I'm adding in at the top of the show to announce that they have broken up. Social media activity seems to allude to that. So later in this episode, you'll see me kind of be like, yeah, it kind of seems like they're maybe separated, maybe on a break. Maybe they've opened up their relationship. I think it's clear now that the relationship has not been open. They have been separated. So, but then I also talk about my feelings about the speculation that people have around Morgan Wade, the country singer, and Kyle Richards and all of that, which we'll get into. And yeah, let's dive in. Welcome on in, everybody. Welcome on in. Welcome on in. Welcome on in. I hope you're having a great start to your week. Happy 4th. or ha- Well, I mean, technically today's July 3rd, but maybe you're watching this on the 4th or maybe you're celebrating the 4th. Maybe you got a three-day weekend. Maybe you already celebrated it. Regardless, if you're here in the United States of America, then happy 4th of July. It's a day with lots of hot dog, a day with lots of fireworks, and it makes me want to have a hot dog real bad. That's my my legally blonde, uh, red, white, and blonde. What do you call it? Nod to Paulette, because we love a good legally blonde moment on the Fourth of July. Um, we have a lot to break down today. Uh, well, sort of. We have a lot of. We don't have like a lot of topics, but there are a couple of topics I want to dive into a bit further, which we will get into in just a second. Um, but I did want to start by just saying um, that this week, I'm going into this week with a, a little bit of a heavy heart, you know, got a little Band-Aid, a little, you know, a little Barbie, a little Hello Kitty Band-Aid on my heart. Um, you know, sometimes you take big risks and they pay off really big. And I had a very exciting month of June. I celebrated my birthday. I had a lot of really fun events that I got to go to. I had a lot of um, great friends that I got to see and family time that I got to have. Uh, But sometimes you take risks and you also have to end up licking your wounds. And let's just say that even though June ended incredibly, July started with you know, a licking of some wounds. So, you know, it was just like after the last few years, I feel like I've gotten a lot of scars and, you know, it's definitely made me one more resilient bitch. But like I said, my heart's just a little heavy right now. So bear with me. I know that there's still a lot more good to come. I'm very much looking forward to all the good and all the lessons that'll be coming in my 30s now that I'm officially in my 30s. And, you know, if you have a little extra love that you want to send my way, I'm not going to turn that away. I would appreciate it. I would embrace it. Give me all the kisses and all the loves. And if you're just sitting here because you want some hot tea and hopefully a little levity, then I'm happy to to share that with you today as well, which we'll get into in just a second. But I did get a text message um, from someone this morning that really kind of helped me put into perspective some of my own bullshit and I kind of wanted to share it. 
hoping that, you know, now that we're officially into summer, we're kicking off um, a new month, you know, we're just kind of on a fresh start. I'm kicking off my 30th year. Um, I wanted to share it and hopefully it'll resonate with you. And if not, then just stay tuned. We'll get to some tea in a bit. We'll talk Vanderpump Rules. We'll talk Kyle and Mauricio and the rumors around their marriage that are now like all over the internet. Um, We'll talk about... Real Houses in Miami, Michael Jordan coming out, not liking uh, Larsa Pippen, um, and then a sad update from Stassi and Bo, but we'll get into that in just a moment. But um, my friend Anna texted me this morning, and she sent me this message. It said, life, live it to the fullest. You never know. And when you get to my age, there's so much more to be grateful for. I didn't realize that the first half of my life. And so this was sent, we were having a conversation this morning, and this was sent um, in relation to someone that we both knew that passed away very tragically over the weekend. And it was very shocking and very unexpected and very unfortunate. And so it just kind of, you know, that getting that shocking news on top of, you know, the the little Barbie Barbie Band-Aid on my heart right now, I just, you know, I guess I realized like life is short. And even when it hurts, it can be gone in a second. So appreciate it all right now. Take it all in. Take risks. Put your heart on the line, even when you can get hurt. Bet on your dreams, even when you could possibly lose it all. Um, Put your heart out there. Be good. Do good. Even when people can't be good to you, you can still be good back to them just for the sake of being good and doing good. And just keep going for however long any of us are lucky enough to be here. So hopefully if you needed a little a little Brene Brown Instagram quote moment of your Monday, hopefully that got to bring a little something to you, a little sparkle of joy. Maybe it'll encourage you to Marie Kondo your life or take a big bet. I've taken lots of big bets. And many of them have paid off tremendously. Some of them have backfired. Um, And I've also taken just a lot of good personal risks. And sometimes they hurt. Because sometimes it doesn't go the way that you expect it to go. Um, But that's okay. Because, you know, you live life and you learn. And that's hopefully... One of the lessons will be taken with us into this 4th of July. I know many of you will be spending it with family or friends. And so let's just have one good kumbaya moment right now. Virtual hug through the internet, through the interwebs. Maybe this is in your Bluetooth in your car or your headphones on your morning walk. Whatever it is. Sending you love, my loves. Sending you love. Okay. Shall we dive into the tea now? I know some of you are probably going to be mad and be like, Zach, stop trying to be philosophical. Who do you think you are? And you're going to leave me a one-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you do, thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate the love. I appreciate that I'm able to invoke a reaction in you. So much so that you feel the need to bless me with even one star and not just discard me altogether. So thank you. Um, Okay, so Pump is officially donezos. Pump has closed its doors for good, Lisa Vanderpump and the cast of Vanderpump Rules were filming the show this week, and they filmed a farewell party to Pump, which lasted 10 years. We saw Lisa building it on 
Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. It's crazy to think that was 10 years ago when she was originally starting Pump and now she's closing it down. So wild to think that she's been on television that long and that Pump has been around that long. I love Pump. Pump was my favorite of all of them. I guess Tom Tom's going to have to be my new spot. But I loved Pump. I had so many great memories at Pump. Um, I went on dates at Pump. I saw friends at Pump. Um, I remember our tour last year after we announced the Spilling Tea Live tour with me and Adam. The night that we, or the the day after we announced that first night when we had sold out of our VIP packages. And it had been less than 24 hours and we were like shocked. I remember we went to pump and we got champagne and we toasted and we celebrated and it was a good night. Um, And so there are a lot of memories that have been spent at pump. Um, So I'm sad to see pump go. 10 years is a really long time. I think that that is worth a congratulations. I'm glad that they got to celebrate that this milestone has come to an end. She did tease or announce that she has two new restaurants that she's now building in Las Vegas, they closed down apparently because the rent was just too high and they were no longer able to afford it or they no longer thought that it was worth paying that much. It's a very prime spot right on Santa Monica Boulevard, right there on the corner. That's a good spot. I would imagine rent there is not cheap. So, and of course, after a pandemic and all that stuff, like it's going to be very challenging and taxing on a business. I think when businesses close or shut down or rebrand or whatever, it's never an indication of failure. It's just an indication of a transition period. And yeah, I don't think that this is a bad thing at all. I'm sad I'm going to miss Pump, but congratulations to Lisa and her investors and her partners that made it so successful. It was always a great time going to Pump. Like I said, that was one of my favorites and one of my go-tos in West Hollywood. So for... Vanderpump Rules, we'll get to see that moment come out on the show. All of the cast has been spotted throughout the week filming different scenes. We even saw like a very heated conversation between Sheena and Tom Schwartz. It seems like they were filming a lot at Tom Tom. They were filming a lot at Pump. We haven't seen, I haven't heard of too many scenes being filmed at Sir. So it seems like Lisa's really trying to invest more into the Tom Tom brand rather than Sir. So who knows if she's going to keep, but Sir has been there forever. I can't imagine her closing down Sir. Like the back alley at Sir, like there's no way that's going to close down. Shorts and Sandy's on the other hand, we'll have to wait and see what happens with that one. But again, a business closing is not always indicative of failure. It's indicative of a transition. Sometimes it means you transition out of business. Sometimes it means you transition into a different new business. Sometimes it means that it was just a learning lesson and you know, you're going to come back better than ever with a stronger brand or a stronger restaurant, whatever. But I'm looking forward to season 11. It looks like it's going to be good. I would imagine there's going to be some rich storylines in there as well, including Lisa saying goodbye to Pump. We watched her bring it to fruition on the show, and now we have to watch her shut it all down. So I would imagine that that's going to be, you know, a very compelling storyline that we'll get to see of Lisa and her business. I also hear that Bravo wants to add in some new faces to Vanderpump Rules. Jax Taylor continues to tease that he's coming back. He's coming back. He's coming back. I can see them maybe giving him some cameos and letting that be what transitions over to this new spinoff that's now in development. So, yeah, we'll have to wait and see. But listen, if they're adding some new faces to the mix and they want people to know the cast, Bravo, I'm available. Hit me up. Doot, 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 doot. Hello, it's me, Zach Peter. Give me a call. I'm available. 
I won't, I won't be mad. I will be glad. Put a smile on my face. Yeah, I don't think they're going to call me anytime soon. But if any of the producers do want to call me, I am available. Hit me up. Slide into my DMs. Okay, I want to take a quick moment to shout out my pals at BioRay. And I wanted to share my latest go-to hack to stay clear and stay focused. And that is Mind Focus by my pals at BioRay Inc. I mean, mental energy. Yes, please. Mind Focus improves cognitive function the ability to stay alert and help you pay attention. You know, I juggle many hats between the podcast and the live shows and our weekly YouTube live streams and the content creation and family life and now my my new little puppy. So my mind is always running a million miles an hour, which is why Mind Focus has been a game changer for me. It supports healthy cognitive function, supports healthy cell integrity, gently removes toxic metals, including lead, mercury, and arsenic and gently removes toxic chemicals, including dioxin and PBBs and organ toxins. And even better, it's gluten-free, alcohol-free, non-GMO, soy-free, non-dairy, vegetarian, and nut-free, all the things that we love, right? Now, these statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. That's the FDA. So this product is not intended to treat, diagnose, cure, or prevent any disease. But if you're ready to free your mind, then head on over to bioray.com. That's bioray.com. They're having a sale right now for the 4th of July. So head on over to bioray.com to score some special savings this week. Go right now. That's B-I-O-R-A-Y dot com, com. And if you were at my new filter night out at the Bourbon Room last month, then you got to try some of the Bioray Crafted Cocktails at our VIP pre-party. So you know they're delicious. You can mix them into your, your coffee. You can put them in a little bit of water. Look, at I'll put mine in a little bit of water just to show you how easy that is. Ta-da! Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Head on over to bioarray.com right now. Focus and mental energy. Okay, let's talk about Kyle Richards um, and Morgan Wade, who's a country singer, and Mauricio, because this has been going around, you know, about this potential relationship and about... Mauricio and Kyle being on a break or struggling in their marriage right now. I've seen this floating around for a while. I've kind of ignored it. I've actively tried to ignore it. And most recently, just I I didn't really want to even look into it because I just felt like it was icky. You know, people speculating on this. um, But now more people are weighing in and it's being shared. And I think Face Reality 16, Face Reality 16 on Instagram, like has Instagram stories dedicated to everything. And I finally went through all of it. And I'm like, damn, this actually sounds like something, but I just feel weird talking about it. Um, But I first want to address why I didn't want to talk about this. And that's because like, to me, this situation, for those of you that are familiar with it, it's more than just like a scandal, right? It's not like Scandaball with Raquel sleeping with Tom Sandoval where that, you know, that was messy and that was dark and whatever. But I feel like we're here, we're speculating on someone's sexuality, which can be, you know, very 
difficult and very personal for people, especially if it's like later in life and there are kids involved and there's, you know, this whole level of like self-acceptance that a person has to go through. Like it's a journey, right? Coming out is not easy. Um, It's a journey that can be very confusing. It can be full of shame. It can be full of self-hatred. You know, it's very delicate. And I think we have to be very mindful of that. So for those of you that are unfamiliar, the rumor is that Kyle is potentially in another relationship with a woman and that her and Mauricio are on some sort of break. Um, and again, I didn't want to talk about this and I had no interest in talking about it. But now that everybody's talking about it, I wanted to just address why I was so like reluctant to cover this for so long. Um because I just think like to openly speculate on something like that and to dig up photos and to try and expose someone's sexuality and essentially out them, I think is a really fucked up thing to do. I do. Anyone that's ever been outed can tell you that it takes away an experience that you should have that's personal to your journey. Um, and, you know, it robs them of that experience. It robs them of the ability to come to things on their own terms. Even if you are a public figure and you are in a relationship openly, and I'm not saying that Kyle is or not, I'm just saying that it's a very personal journey for, ever, for each individual person, you know? And I just don't think it's fair. I think as you're exploring things, as you're discovering who you are, it's more of like an identity thing, right? Like you're figuring out who you are as somebody that has two, excuse me, as somebody that has two mothers and that, you know, has a mother that came out much later in her life. I know, you know, how delicate these things can be and how it can affect the kids and how, you know, transformative it can be for the family in good ways, but also in really challenging ways. So I do think that it was very irresponsible of people to be speculating on this again, because it's not just a scandal rumor, right? It's not just like a cheating affair. It's not, you know, it's very different. And I just think that it's not a very appropriate thing to do. Um, I get it. It's salacious and it's gossipy and we want to know all the dirty details. I did not. I refused to look at this for the longest time. And then as it became more real and more people started asking about it and DMing me stuff about it. And I was kind of like, okay, I don't really want to touch this, but let's, let's see what this is. Um, now we don't know what's really going on with Kyle and Mauricio, you know, diving into their personal separation and some possible red flags with their whole situation between Kyle and Mauricio. I feel like that's a little bit different. You know, Kyle and Mauricio put their lives and their relationship out there on television and on social media and in his book and her book. And they've shared that for many, many years, right? They've opened that door. So I think that there's a little more a little bit more leniency with speculating on the status of their relationship, especially when it is kind of odd that we really haven't seen much of them together. But like I said, they've opened up the door into their home, into their family, into their marriage. They put their marriage and their marital issues on display. They've, you know, addressed all of that. But I just think when it comes to something as delicate as somebody's sexuality, they should be able to lead that narrative if and when they decide they want to lead that narrative. You know, because sometimes you can just be dabbling and sometimes you're not ready to make that full decision. Or sometimes you're going through an identity crisis, a midlife crisis, and you, you know get involved in something that maybe you shouldn't have gotten involved in because you were doing it for all the wrong reasons. There are a lot of layers to this, right? But specifically focusing on the Kyle and Mauricio stuff, is it possible that they're on a break? Maybe. It kind of looks that way. Is it possible that they're open? Maybe. I don't know if I'm fully subscribed to that idea yet. 
I don't really know. I think that there's a very clear separation between the two of them. I think they're having a bit of some issues. I think there's definitely some tension in their relationship, and that can be seen. I did hear that this season will uh, focus on Kyle's marriage, so maybe they did go through it and are trying to work things out, but who knows? I know when I had Mauricio on my show back in April when he was promoting his book, The Dealmaker, I asked him about it. I was like, what's going on with your marriage? And he's like, listen, reality TV is really tough. You guys can go and listen to the interview. It was back in April. But he said, listen, reality TV is very tough. It's very challenging. And when you put your marriage out there and you put your relationship out there, people are going to pick it apart and people are going to speculate on things. And there are going to be challenges that come up that you weren't expecting. Um, You know, but he seems very clear that he and Kyle are right or die for each other. You know, people speculating about her wedding ring. He didn't really seem, he kind of danced around the conversation because I was like, People are saying that she didn't wear her wedding ring to the gym. And he's like, she didn't wear her wedding ring to the gym? Well, I would hope not because then she would ruin the wedding ring. So, you know, kind of addressing it without addressing it, some of that stuff. So, I mean, But listen, it is possible. And I would imagine that that's going to be front and center throughout the season on Beverly Hills, which is coming up soon. So I look forward to seeing, you know, what they bring to the show this season and what insights they want to let us in on with their relationship. I hear some of the other women kind of question some of the things. Um, Kyle seemed optimistic that, you know, seemed open and optimistic that their marriage is fine. You know, she says that she did hint that some of the women try to come for her marriage and that's made it really challenging. Like I said, Mauricio just did my show where he made it seem like they did have a tough year. He said, you know, and there's a lot of opinions and noise going on, like that does affect a relationship. And so he kind of alludes to the fact that some of the rumors online have made their relationship a bit challenging, but he seems confident that it's something that they can work through. I did find it, I do find it odd that they haven't publicly addressed the Morgan Wade rumors. Um, Maybe now that it's picking up steam, maybe they will address it. I don't really know. I just think it's interesting that they haven't addressed it or haven't laughed it off or haven't done anything in relation to it. Um, I know Mauricio and Kyle were together in Aspen at Whitney's wedding. Kim's daughter, Whitney had gotten married and that's where Kyle, Kim and Kathy all came together. Mauricio and Kyle were there. There were photos of them sitting together at the ceremony. So they seem to have been together. I remember Kyle's white party. They seemed fine from my perspective. I never would have guessed that there was an issue between them based off of what I saw. So... I want to say I even remember them taking photos together. I'm not entirely sure. I don't fully remember. Um, Only because at that point, I wasn't really looking at it from the lens of like, oh, is their marriage struggling right now? Like I was just like, oh, there's Kyle. Oh, there's Mauricio. And they seemed fine from what I saw. Um, Yeah. Kyle says that it's a really good season. Mauricio says his marriage is doing A-OK. So I'm at this point choosing to believe that. And... You know, any other rumors or speculation, I think, you know, we'll have to just wait and see how it all plays out. In Real Housewives of Miami news, we have Michael Jordan, who's now coming out and saying that he does not approve of his son's relationship with Larsa Pippen. He, we know that Larsa is dating Scotty, or sorry, not Scotty Pippen, or was Scotty Pippen and Michael Jordan used to play together, but Michael Jordan's son. He is now dating Larsa, and I guess Daddy is not happy about that, and he is not lit. He's not here for. It. He told TMZ 
he is not approving of it. Scotty and Michael, I believe, had some sort of like tension. I don't know. Listen, I don't follow sports. I don't really know the details between Michael Jordan and Scotty Pippen. But I do know that there, I, from what I've heard, there's like some sort of rivalry. So I get it. It is a bit strange. But for the dad to come out and publicly be like, nah, I am not a fan of this. That's interesting. So very curious what you guys think about that. Do you think that they're going to go the distance? Do you think that daddy's going to put an end to this? I don't think daddy has any say in this. I don't think Michael Jordan has any say in what his son does and who his son dates at this point. But we'll have to wait and see. So you say. Also, I want to send a little love to Stassi and Bo. Bo shared on Instagram that their daughter, Hartford, has been in the ER. She's been having some breathing issues. She has a fever. They think that it may be asthma-related, and they believe it's due to some mucus buildup in her lungs. So it's very unfortunate. I know I can only imagine what they're going through as a parent with their child in the ER and how scary that must be, especially Stassi being pregnant right now and expecting, you know, to give birth soon. So love to them. Sending good vibes to baby Hartford and to Stassi and Bo. And hopefully, hopefully everything ends up a-okay. And hopefully she gets to come home very, very soon. Um, okay, I, th- I think that's all I have for you guys. For this week's episode, this was like a, a quickie, short and sweet, got straight to the point. Um, I'm not sure what other major pressing tea has kind of happened over the weekend. I know Megan and Harry seem to still be living their best life or trying to. They just moved out of Frogmore, which I thought that they were moved out of there a long time ago, but they just moved out of their place. So good for them. Um, happy for them, I guess. They've been seen out and about and living their best life despite all the negative press that's been coming out about them and been flung their way. So, (sighs) see, even when I talk about them, I get sleepy because they bore me now. Okay, I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Like I said, this is a a short, you know, a a quickie, quickie episode, especially since Friday's episode was extra, extra long. So you got a foot long last week and this week you got a Costco sample. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Have a very happy, happy 4th of July. Makes me want a hot dog real bad. So I actually got hot dogs. I was at Whole Foods and I was like, ooh, Skywalker, there are some hot dogs. Let's get some hot dogs. So me and Sky got hot dogs for tomorrow because we're probably just going to stay in because he's a puppy and there's fireworks and there's a lot going on, especially being in downtown. That said, happy 4th. Have a wonderful week. I'll talk to you with the new episode on Wednesday. You can subscribe. Listen to listen and subscribe to Hashtag New Filter with Zach Peter with new episodes dropping every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on all podcast platforms. You can always watch live on the YouTube, youtube.com slash justplainzach. That's youtube.com slash justplainzach. All right. I love you guys. Subscribe. Hit the like button. Hit the notification bell. And I will talk to you very, very soon. Ciao for now.